0: Welcome to Native Currents, a critical look at the biggest stories of the week in Indian country. I'm Glenn Wheeler, and I'm very pleased to have a special guest for you today, someone you're used to hearing as the co-host of Native Currents. But today Steven Van Loffeld is here as candidate for chief of the Saugeen First Nation. Welcome, Steve.
1: Thanks for having me, Glenn. It's uh, it's interesting to be in this chair as a as, as person being interviewed as opposed to co-host. you're in the hot seat today. Indeed, and you know, I'm. Thanks for having me.
0: I wanted to have you, uh, Steve, uh, to talk about Saugeen sp- specifically, but I, I think it's a way to also discuss the challenges facing First Nations across the country because Saugeen, I think, shares many of the challenges. Uh, but first of all, tell our listeners uh, a little bit about Saugeen.
1: Well, it's a beautiful area. Um, sagging sagging first nation ontario is a uh, an, an anishinaabe community located about two and a half hours northwest of toronto located just on the southern shores of lake huron um it's about i don't know 20 kilometers uh west of, of owen sound and i guess owen sound would probably be one of the more uh, larger urban areas um but it's also Right next to um, the Bruce Nuclear Power Plant, and uh, for those that, that know, the the Bruce Nuclear Power Plant has to be the largest um, nuclear power generation sta- generating station in the world. So um, it's a beautiful area, you know. Um, it's it's really cottage country. Um, for us over there. Many people come on up during the summer. So, you know, summer happens to be our, our peak season. Uh, we have about, I think, a population on reserve of about 900 individuals, um, and an additional probably about 1,000 folks that uh, live off reserve in the surrounding
0: areas. So you have uh, you have a, a settler community, and you also have tourists. So you have two distinct groups of, um, of uh, non-Indigenous people uh, in the area. And you uh, and you have a a very large employer, so uh, I suppose that those are all issues that need to be uh, sort of managed by the chief, the relations uh, with uh, with Bruce and with the um, with the settlers.
1: Yeah, well, it's it's interesting because the Bruce Neighbour Power Plant. I mean, it's it's right in our traditional territory, and um, over the years, uh, more recently, but um, you know, the power plant has really been uh, reaching out to the community. Um, it, to recruit more of our, our community members into uh, some of the some of the well paying jobs that are there, you know uh, I think for for many number of years it was few and far between that um, the jobs were available or the people from the community working at um, the power plants. Um, were many, but you know, there's been a considerable drive. I know that we have folks within the human resource department now, and they've been working hard to get not only our community, but our sister community, uh, Cape Croker, to really increase the, the, the number of good paying jobs available to the community. So, I mean, it's a slow process, but, um, you know, you see, but, but the, we have all types of jobs, you know, from, from skilled labor, from, from general labor up to some of the, you know, more professional and man- managerial jobs. So, um, the jobs are there, and it's certainly, um, you know, one of the, if not the main employers, certainly within the region. And uh, in fact, Bruce Nuclear is um, going to be going through a $13 billion refurbishment. Um, it's a 20-year project. So there's going to be significant job opportunities uh, for the community members that, you know, we need to capitalize on. So um, that's certainly one of the big focal points uh, of, of, of the community, but also within the region and certainly of my my platform.
0: So some some positive things are happening, and it's in Sogin Sa- clearly. And and what are the the challenges facing uh, Sagin
1: well, Like many communities, I mean, you know, health is an issue. Um, you know, our people have poor health outcomes. Uh, I don't have any stats off the, off the top of my uh, off the top of my head, but certainly diabetes, like many communities, is, a, is an issue. Um, addictions has been. Has been rampant, you know, within our communities, um, and and that I think is is probably the biggest public health issue facing our community right now. I mean, drugs has touched in such a small community; it only takes one person to be um, impacted for it for it, it to impact the entire community.
0: And I understand, uh, Steve, that you were you were touched personally by a tragic inc- incident in that regard uh, while campaigning in uh, in Saugeen recently.
1: Well. I wasn't touched personally. I didn't have uh, I didn't have the opportunity to, to, to know the young gentleman, but uh, it's true that we did have, sadly, a, a community member um, lose his life as a result of, uh, you know, the, the disease of addiction that's that's taken hold within our communities. And, I mean, it's certainly impacted, you know, the, the community tremendously. You know, this was a gentleman that was very well liked. Um, you know, folks from, you know, a number of the surrounding towns were coming out and showing their support and being there for the family and, and the community. And the community came together and, you know, offered up the, uh, the rec center and, you know, they held the, the wake there and the funeral. So, um, it was just great to see, you know, in spite of this tragic loss, you know, the people coming together and really supporting the family, but, um, you know, the community supporting each other.
0: So obviously being, uh, being chief of Sogin is a, would be a demanding, a demanding position. Uh, you've uh, lived off reserve for many years, and I, I just wanted to ask you what what made you decide to uh, to seek the uh, the chief's uh, position in Soggy.
1: Well, I mean, honestly, it's it's something that I've thought about. I'd say probably for the past little while, you know, the past couple of years. You know, as I've lived off reserve for the better part, I think, of about 15 years. Um, really, all the work that I've done has been leading to leading to this point, right? I mean, what's the point of going out and, and, and getting educated and and, and working um, in positions where we're helping people if we can't actually give back directly to the community? And so when I looked at the issues, when I looked at, um, you know, where the community is headed, um, both the challenges and opportunities, um, I said, you know, now is the time. Now is the time to, to throw my hat in the ring and um, bring all the experience that's, I've I've gathered working for you know First Nation Inuit Métis people at the federal, at the provincial as well as the local levels here in the city, um, you know. If I, it, it's great to be able to do that, and I really am privileged. But you know, uh, I want to be able to bring that home. Be able to bring the skills that I've you know acquired over the past 10-15 years in the areas of you know program and policy and and education and health. Um, and be able to apply that to a community where you know I'm born and raised, and you know now that I have a daughter and wanting to to be able to allow her to grow up within the community, um, you know I really see it as a, as as a considerable opportunity.
0: I think uh, many First Nations people underappreciate the the significant role that our our chiefs and council have because they we are nations and we're used to using the word nation as uh, as rhetoric but really when it comes to jurisdiction and legal power we are on the same level as uh, as federal and provincial governments so we are we can be um the the masters of our own destiny
1: absolutely and i think you know uh, i think our people are really starting to to come to understand that you know if we have As the federal and provincial governments place a greater importance on engaging with with First Nations peoples, um, closing that education and and, and the poverty gap and really working to um, take certain steps in order to begin addressing the decades, you know, hundreds of years of, of just wrongdoing against our peoples you know now is an opportunity now's is, now is the time you know we as a people sign treaties with you know the the crown so we have a, a, a specific and distinct relationship with um with the crown and and we need to exercise our right as treaty people um, and begin making capitalizing I think on the opportunity that's before us um we really do have a perfect storm of opportunity Glenn you know we've got Federal federal government that has, um, you know, I, I think is is earnest about wanting to address the issues, right? I mean, we we see Prime Minister Trudeau; he's he's out there with with communities; he's he's out there with the leaders. I mean, it's he's devoted considerable dollars in the federal budget towards addressing education, poverty, drinking water, um, and aside from that, we also have uh, in Ontario a premier who has made. First Nation issues a top priority as well. Um, you couple that with uh, public sentiment, with the Truth and Reconciliation Commission, uh, in addition to the recent uh, Human Rights Tribunal ruling. We talked about that on this show. You know mm-hmm. where where um, this is a body that has you know may has found the government. Um, I guess, they have found them guilty of discrimination in terms of funding and have compelled the government to act in terms of uh, stopping the the discriminatory funding practices uh, for services for on-reserve children. So really, I mean, if we look at this and, you know, if we look at all these different elements, now is the time. And I think Sagine, given the opportunities, well, the challenge, but also the opportunities that we have, I mean, considerable development opportunities, you know, we have um, a large employer within the region. That now is the time for a community act, and I think we need strong leadership with a strong vision in order to be able to get us there.
0: Now, what? Uh, finally, uh, Steve, maybe you could tell us what are the 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 things you've been talking about uh, with uh, with people in Soggy? What what commitments uh, have you made uh, to the to the voters there?
1: Well. Really once, you know, I'm, I'm coming, I've approached my platform from someone that has been removed from the community but still sees all the strengths and the challenges and the beauty and really what, what is possible, right? Um, when I was back there last week, I was uh, talking with some of the voters and the community members and, and I wanted to hear from them and what I heard was, again, addiction that needs to be addressed, um, accountability to the people, you know, that, that has been lacking. People are frustrated. You know, and, and that's what I'm hearing. People want a government that is going to be responsive to them, you know, that's going to address their needs, is going to um, be more transparent. And I believe in all of this. I believe in transparency. I believe if the, if the voters are putting me there, the, whomever we elect into positions of power, those people need to be accountable to the people that elected them there. I mean, it just it's just makes common sense to me, Glenn. So my platform really it focused on five main things, health and wellness. Education and training, economic and labor force development, culture and recreation, and good governance and financial management. So, under there, I also broke down. I think my platform into nine key areas: Uh, administration, employment and training, economic development, housing and land management, fisheries and roads, education, um, social services, and a number of other uh, other areas. Um, You know, and I put key goals that I want to accomplish under there. For instance, you know, I want. I want to hold bi-monthly community meetings so that people know what's going on. You know, I want people to be able to ask questions um, from their chief and council. You know, no more um, no more hiding behind, you know, the, the secrecy of, of chief and council meetings that happen during the day. You know, I want to bring the meetings to the community after hours. You know, I want them to know that the platform that I have put forth, should they vote me, that, you know, they actually know what's going on, The work that we are working on their behalf, right? Um... One of the other things that I've wanted to establish is a, an integrated community wellness plan that looks at the mental, the emotional, the physical, and the spiritual. You know, it's it's an integrated plan. What I envision is an integrated plan. So if something is off with you, maybe you go to the health center, you work with the professionals over there, but we look at you as as, as a person, as a, you know, the what do you need? Is it... You know, is it counseling? Is it supports? You know, what, where, where, where do you feel that you need the supports? And then within the community, we identify those resources in order so that you have a complete plan in order to to address it. Right? It's not let's just fix one thing and leave something else uh, unaddressed. We want you to be able to move forward. um, You know, as a whole individual. And one thing is out of balance, Glenn. You know, I mean, that's eventually going to impact everything else. Absolutely, um, another thing that I mentioned um, is a is a drug tip line you know we have we have people dying you know we had a murder within the community you know this this can't go this can't go um, unaddressed any longer right this needs to be this needs to be addressed so one of the things that I proposed is a drug enforcement tip line where We'll find a way to either work with with Crime Stoppers or, or set up a similar function, but instead of waiting, uh, unlike Crime Stoppers, where it's a thousand dollars up to a thousand dollars payable upon conviction, and Lord knows that could be two three years down the road. You're a lawyer; you know how long some of these things can take. A long time. Where a uh, a reward, a partial reward of the total reward, I guess about fifty percent, whatever that number might be, is payable upon the arrest of the individual. So tips leading to the arrest. Not just arbitrary arrest, but, you know, if a person is holding drugs or whatever it is that they're doing, a tip or uh, a, a reward would be payable upon conviction with the other uh, 50, 50% payable upon the person being arrested and another 50 the final upon conviction. So that way, you know, people don't have to wait, you know, but it's it's one step, I mean, to beginning to address the scourge that is drugs, and it's opiates, and it's it's many things within, you know, these communities.
0: Well, I think, Steve, uh, our, our listeners will, there'll be a lot of resonance with issues um, in many of our First Nations and what we've talked about today. Uh, I know that the uh, election is coming up in a few days, and uh, you'll be uh, waiting uh, with great anticipation for the results uh, on a night uh, this week.
1: Thursday night. Thursday night is uh, is the vote, Glenn. And, um, you know, I'm encouraging everyone to get out there and vote. Vote for change. I mean, we know that the status quo just isn't working. You know, communities everywhere are saying we need change, you know, and f- the communities are bringing in change because it's it's time. The status quo is not working. And if we are going to move the yardstick, you know, towards a more healthy and prosperous community, nation, and future, not only for us, but for, for our, our kids we need to take some bold steps. And that begins with bringing about change, Glenn. And I believe I am that change.
0: Well, best wishes, uh, Steve, to you and to uh, our brothers and sisters uh, at Saugeen. And uh, we'll, be, we'll be waiting to see what happens. And that's it for Native Currents this week. Thanks for tuning in. Follow us on Twitter, at Native Currents. Check us out nativecurrents.blogspot.ca and subscribe on iTunes. This is Glenn Wheeler. See you next week.